welcome to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. Okay, Undercover Angel Podcast, thanks again for listening. Appreciate each and every one of you. And so moving forward, there will basically more or less, excuse me, not entirely, but more or less there'll be one episode corresponding with each chapter or section or vignette in the book. And so I'm going to talk today about hope and what that word means and what that word means to me and the definition of hope and the paradox of hope and how hope eventually prevailed in the face of all of this disaster that my spirit had encountered. So basically the definition of hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And so I start out the book, I say it's all about hope, the memoir I'm writing, or I guess that I've written if you're sitting here reading it. The hope that we cling to, especially as people are dying, the hope that brings souls back toward life, re-inhabiting, body, re-inhabiting bodies they thought they had moved from for or moved on from forever. The hope that unfortunately, more often than not, lets us down, leaving us angry and hurt, cursing at God. The kind of thing you can't count on, which is exactly what makes it hope in the first place. So the paradox of hope is that hope happens when you've basically given up hope, right? Hope happens as soon as you have accepted the fact that you are going to die. So the doctor says, this prognosis is considered terminal, but you know what? You don't want to give up hope. And there's always hope. There are certain rare instances where medical miracles have happened or transpired in the lives of people facing you know, dementia or, dementia or Parkinson's or Alzheimer's. So let's not give up hope. And I was essentially, I had found myself living with a hopeless state of mind and body. So I'd been afflicted with a hopeless state of mind and body. And it was only an act of divinity that would save me. And so it was the, the opening myself up to the notion that there might be something greater than me out there that could restore me to sanity that opened the door for the hope to come in and do its thing. So I am a member of multiple anonymous programs. I do not, I specifically do not mention the names of said programs in the book so as to keep said programs anonymous. So I will try to even limit my uh, referring to them, but that's not entirely possible. That being said, the 12 steps have an associated principle with each one of the steps. So step two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity has a principle associated with it. And the principle associated with step two of the 12 steps is hope. So when we come to believe that something greater than us can restore us to sanity, that gives us an access or that gives us access to hope. Hope being, again, a feeling of expectation and desire 
for a certain thing to happen. So I, of course, then tell the story, or I tell the story in the section on hope about this friend of mine who recently passed. She got cancer. It was awful. She rotted away in front of her husband and kids. And this was a good human being. This was a person that was so good. This was a person who did so much for her husband and for her children and for the community that she lived in. And she really was in so many ways a force for good in the world. So why did she have to die? And as I say in the Hope chapter, in, in my early morning kundalini practices, I would let the, the, the word hope into my field. I would bring the hope that I had for her. I would allow, allow myself to indulge in the hope. I allowed myself. I went so far as to feel that expectation for certain, the, the expectation that she would live. I allowed myself to expect that she would live. And it was, again, as I say, an indulgence. And I started to actually expect with desire that she would live, but she didn't. This good person perished. This good person died and left her little son, her like eight-year-old son and her like six-year-old daughter, maybe even younger than that, left them alone, essentially abandoned them. At least that is what they will experience is abandonment, abandonment at the level of soul, right? So I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I hoped and I hoped and I hoped and she died. Even though I didn't give up hope, she died. And that's what makes it hope in the first place. Hope happens kind of when you've given up hope, sort of. Hope happens when there's nowhere else to go. So what if we hoped in the forefront? Like, what if we hoped from the beginning? What if we hoped or expected things to happen and had that be a working part of our orientations to the universe? So at the end of this section, it says, but then there's me, a driveling drunk who is spared, a junkie who somehow heard God screaming sense through the chaos or making sense through the chaos. So does any of this make sense? I don't know. Why was I spared? Why was this junkie, this alcoholic, this in so many ways crappy example of what it means to be a human being, why was this person, this person being me, spared? And why was this good person not spared. Why did this good person die? Does any of it make sense? So I say, none of it really makes sense except that it does. Well, does it? I don't even know. So I'm not sure about the, the paradoxes that are swirling around in the fabric of the universe and that in so many ways present themselves as such. So thank you for listening to episode two of the Undercover Angel podcast, Dealing with Hope. I encourage you to explore this concept on your own. Explore the places in your life, perhaps, where you didn't give up hope and you still didn't get the best hand dealt to 
you. And then perhaps the places in your life where hope is working or hope is currently functioning, where you are expecting things with desire and the things that you are expecting are uh, coming true or being seen to fruition or coming to fruition or whatever. I think you get what I'm trying to say. Thank you all so much for listening to the Undercover Angel podcast. I will talk to you next time. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.